Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Jimmy Shields, Bill Thompson, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Make With The Kisses. When you're making out your shopping list this week, be sure to write down Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. No modern home should ever be without this labor-saving floor polish. It's the easy, safe way to have beautiful, sparkling floors with practically no work. Glow Coat is self-polishing. It shines as it dries without any rubbing or buffing. You simply apply and let dry, and in 20 minutes your floors have glistening new beauty. Glow Coat brings out and preserves the colors of linoleum. And besides saving you hours of work, this famous polish saves money, too. Many users write that Glow Coat actually makes their linoleum last six times longer than when unprotected. So you see, it will pay you in more ways than one to protect your floors this easy, modern way with Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat. If there's one thing worse than having an old suitor hanging around the house for years, it's having an old suit hanging around. So here in the living room at 79 West Vista, intently reading the paper while his wife is telling him he must throw out his old blue serge, and with neither paying any attention to the other, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Hmm, Joe DiMaggio still a hold on. How many times have I told you to throw this old suit away, McGee? This is the sixth time the Maggio has turned down the contract. There's no use keeping it. The seat of the pants is all gone. I'll just sit here at home, then, says Joe, till I meet my terms. Let's see, where's the weather forecast? Have you ever looked in these pockets, McGee? Oh, it's a foregone conclusion that there will be no change. The weather forecast is really good. And I know that the pants won't fit you. Local, local corporation expands. I don't know how you'd expect to get into them. By adding seven vice presidents. <laughs> McGee, you're hopeless. You're perfectly right, Molly. I, what did you say? I want you to throw this old suit away. Why, of course, I'd be glad. What? Throw away my lucky blue serge? What's so lucky about it? Why, don't you remember, Molly? I won that suit on a punch board. 
I punched out your name. Oh, that's right. Sure. sure. And I remember how proud I was the first time you wore it, Billy. Yeah. That was the night we went out dancing and won the Charleston contest. Yeah. <laughs> and do you recall the prize they gave us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can still see you carrying home that case of near beer. <laughs> that was Bevo, Molly. I wonder what ever become of Bevo. I don't know. <laughs> Gee, Molly, I hate to throw away this suit. Oh, now, McGee, after all. Well, let me try it on, huh? Here, give it here. What's that? That's that's them bell-bottom pants. (laughs) There. How does it look, Molly? Why, that suit is all in rags. Oh, it is. Oh, well, I'll admit it's worn a little thin from having so many moths to feed. worth the effort. Now remove that suit from your carcass before those moths take you for a test flight. (laughs) All right, but shucks... Why don't don't you throw it out in the alley? What, throw this suit away? Why, any old clothes man will be glad to pay me something for it. Give me the phone book, will you, Molly? Here you are. Let me see. Oh, here we are. Second-hand garments. The Robinson Crusoe Castaway Clothing Shop. (laughs) If you need money over the weekend, call our man Friday. Now. Okay. Hello, operator. I want the Robinson Crusoe cast. Oh, is that you, Mert? Uh... How's every little thing, Mert? Your father, what? Oh, he came home early. What? Oh, broke, eh? And polluted. Oh. oh. What happened? Mert's father rushed home last night to warn the family that the water main had broke. <laughs> All the water was polluted, too. <laughs> Hey, Mert, do me a favor and tell the Robinson Crusoe to send over their buyer, will you? I've got a big deal for him. Thanks. Well, if this is a big deal, dearie, all you hold is the joker. That can't be uh, them already. Uh, Come in. Why, hello, Mrs. Uppington. Well, hello, Mrs. McGee and Mr. McGee. Hi, Uppy. Well, my dears, I want you to meet my new protege. This is Maestro William Randolph Mills, the celebrated orchestra conductor, one of the foremost exponents of classical music in America. Aren't you, Maestro? You tell him, toots. (laughs) Did you call Billy a maestro, Uppy? But of course. I always thought a maestro had to have a big shock of bushy hair. Dearie, a maestro is a drum major for highbrow music. Oh, well, Billy qualifies as a highbrow, all right. <laughs> his forehead stops just short of his back collar button. <laughs> well, it is our intention, Senor Mills and I... Senor? ...to make Wistful Vista a center of culture by organizing a lovely concert orchestra. Oh. Uh, what is it you call it, maestro? Professor Mills' silver cornet band. I'm using the Yorks as a nucleus. <laughs> Isn't he just marvelous? Oh, such savoir-faire. Oh, cut it out, kid. Oh. <laughs> oh, my, he's so modest. And to think that all these years he's been hiding his light behind a bustle. Oh, oh I mean a bushel. Oh, my. Uh, but anyway, I'm putting the two of you on our list of patrons for Dr. Mills' first concerto. Now, let me see, when will that be, Doctor? Just as soon as you give me the dough to get the horns out of hot, Cookie. <laughs> Professor's so helpless in money matters. Why, just today he told me he was so pale and overdrawn at the bank that I'd have to give him a transfusion. <laughs> or am 
I be just a silly girl? Uh, yes, I think you are. <laughs> yes, I think I have... What? Well, goodbye. Come, Randolph. <laughs> okay, Abigail. <laughs> Hey, Molly, do you suppose Mrs. Uppington is really going for him? Well, I don't know, dearie, but she ain't dousing herself with that jockey club perfume for nothing. <laughs> Hello there, daughter. Hello, Johnny. You the folks that said for the old clothes man? <laughs> yep, and it looks like we drew the oldest clothes man in town. <laughs> hey! How much will you give me for this suit here, old-timer? Can't see it very well without my specs. Wait till I put them on. <clears throat> Well, I got them on, and I still can't see it. Uh, what kind of a suit do you call it? It's a blue serge. I guess you're right. Serge must have been mighty blue when he made it, too. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I heard it. The way I... Hey, hey, wait a minute. Who's telling there? <laughs> hey? Oh, well... <laughs> One feller says to tell a feller, Say, says, How's your cow Bessie standing this cold spell? All right, says t'other feller, except this morning when I milked her, she began giving good humors. <laughs> well, I gotta go now. Hey, old timer, what about this suit? Eh? Oh, yes. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll sell it to you for 50 cents. Hey, wait a minute. You're not selling this suit. You're buying it. Oh, no, I'm not, Johnny. Huh? The kind of suits I sell for 50 cents I don't buy. I just pick them up out of ash cans. So long, kid. That's a load off my mind. For a minute there, I was afraid Dick Tracy was a goner. Well, now for Popeye. Let's see. Oh, where you been, Molly? Well, I just threw that old suit of yours out in the alley. Oh, well, I should have done it myself, but I was busy. 
Yeah, busy with the funny papers. I was never no such a thing. I was studying the editorial page. Go on with you. Every time Tarzan falls out of a tree, you limp for a week. <laughs> well, the guy's got to show his sympathy some way. Come in. Oh, hello there, little girl. Hi, mister. Well, uh, what is it, sis? I bet you I found something, I bet you. Oh, you found something. Hmm? I said you found something. Did I? You said you did. What'd I find, hmm? How do I know what you found? Well, then how do you know I found it, hmm? <laughs> Listen, sis, you said you found something. What did you find? Your blue serge suit. My blue... Oh, dead rat, the dead ratted luck anyway. Yeah, yeah, I found it out in the alley, I bet you. Well, it wasn't bothering anyone out there, was it? Why did you have to bring it in? Hmm? I says, what did you bring it in for? For a dime. A dime, but I don't need it. Gee, thanks. For what? For the dime you don't need. Oh, oh I give up. Okay, okay, here's your dime. Okay, okay, here's your suit. I bet I know what you're going to do with that dime. I bet you're going to buy chocolates. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh! Oh, McGee, stop it. Well, shucks, make her stop it, too. Let her spend the dime the way she wants to. All right. What you going to do with it, sis? Going to buy some Mexican candy. Mexican candy? Sure. You gave me a Mexican dime. Well, so long, Mr. <laughs> well, as the fat chimney sweep said when he couldn't budge, here I am stuck with the suit again. <laughs> the word is soot. Well, here I am stuck with the soot. <laughs> Say, there's Mr. Wilcox coming down the street, dearie Maybe he can tell us what to do with it Oh, no, not that guy He'll figure out a way to switch the conversation around to that subject <laughs> Why, you do the man an injustitude I'll bet he doesn't mention Johnson's wax once I'll tell you what I'll do I'll bet you a dollar he does I'll bet you a dollar that he says Johnson's wax Are you game? All right, I'll bet you now, hurry and call him. Okay. Oh, oh, hello. Hey, hello. Oh, hello there, Fibber. Come in a second, will you? Sure. Well, hello, Molly. What's new? Well, we've got a little problem. We're trying to get rid of this old suit of McGee's. Now, what would you advise? Well, I'm sorry, Molly. I haven't had any experience with old suits. Now, if it was an old floor or an old piece of furniture... Oh, here's where I collect. <laughs> well, I'd know exactly what to do. I'd simply apply... Johnson's wax? That's right. And after one treatment... <laughs> And after one treatment, the old floor or the old table would sparkle with a fresh, gleaming coat. It would also be protected from scratches or wear. So don't forget, folks, if there's a question of keeping your house looking brighter, younger, and cleaner, the answer is... Johnson's wax? Right you are. <laughs> well, say, I, uh, I'm sorry I can't help you out about that suit, Fibber. Say, look. Why don't you just cut it up into small squares and sell them for pocket mirrors? <laughs> well, so long. Well, dearie, you've lost the bet. Now pay up. All right. Here you are. Thank you. You're welcome. McGee. Hmm? Where did you get a hold of a dollar? <laughs> oh, I found it. In your purse. I might have known. 
Hey, I know how we'll get rid of that suit, Molly. We'll throw it into the river. Let's get to go. Oh, Nick Depopolis. Hello there, Cupid. Oh, hi, Nick. Oh, hi to you too, Fizzer. I'm just drooping around to see where you've been keeping myself these long winter underwears. <laughs> you ain't come around my candy kitchen lately. What's the matter? You lose your sweet toots? Toots? <laughs> Well, we've been pretty busy lately. Say, you don't know how I could get rid of this old blue serge suit, do you, Nick? Sure, Fizzer. Huh? I got a cousin on my doctor's side <laughs> who just gave a wide berth to a new inventor that reconditions tired suits like that one, if I do say so myself. Oh. Well, tell me about it. I'm all ears. Now that you mention it, yes. <laughs> but my cousin, he takes a suit of closings and puts it in a cabinet where it dunks himself in steam and hot oil. Oh. For how long? Oh, one day I saw it in there for two days. <laughs> and then he puts it in a tireless cookie, and he spins it around for 50 miles in a 20-mile ozone. Oh, say, that sounds marvelous. I'll say so. Yes, there is only one throwback to the whole deal. What's that, Nick? It don't do the suit a bit of good. <laughs> well, so long, Fizzer, so long, Cupid. Drop me a ring sometime when you're passing out. <laughs> Poor Nick. I guess English will always be Greek to him. Well, come on, Molly. Get your coat on. We're going to take this suit down and throw it in the river. I'm going to get rid of it. Hi, mister. Look what I got for you this time. Hey, where did you get all those suits, sis? Hmm? Who do those suits belong to? They're yours now. Huh? Mm-hmm. Why, there's five of them. What would I want five suits for? For 50 cents. 50 cents? Yep. Ten cents a suit. Like last time, remember? Haven't I got enough trouble trying to get rid of the one suit? Where'd you get these suits? From the neighbors. From the neighbors? Mm-hmm. You sure the people didn't mind you taking them? Oh, no. They were glad to have me take them. Glad to have you take them? Sure. Every single person gave me a suit just as soon as I started to cry and told them it was for poor old Mr. McGee. Awesome. <laughs> Folks, Jimmy Shields sings Careless. Love was the thing that you wanted. That's why we answered love's call. Now that you've got what you wanted, you don't seem to want it at all. Careless, now that you've Appointments and things you are smart. If you're not careful, you'll break my heart. Careless, now that my bridges all are burned, you're careless, careless in things where I'm are you just careless as you seem to be, or do you just careless for me? Yeah. 
Far-fetched. About 2,000 miles. <laughs> Uh-oh. McGee. Huh? What's the matter? Here comes that man again. You know, the one we can't think who he is? Oh, boy, and no oh, place to hide. Dear hey, I'm going to find out who he is this time, Molly. Watch me lead the conversation around to where he tips us off. Well, uh, hello there, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Oh, how do you do? Uh, imagine meeting you here. <laughs> uh, hi, bud. Hi. Hi. I was hoping I'd see you around someplace. You were? Yeah. Why, may I ask? Oh, just silly one. Well, I got to thinking about you the other day, and how uh, we don't see much of each other nowadays, so I... Uh, well, I thought it'd be nice if we had a picture of you for our album. You know, with your name signed to it, and, and, and everything. <laughs> what, do you want another one? You mean we already have... Oh, why, of course, <laughs> McGee. How dumb of you. We already have a picture of Mr. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's a dandy one, too. <laughs> oh, shucks, I was just kidding. Oh, sure, I know. Same old McGee. Yeah, same old McGee. <laughs> well, I've got to be getting along, folks. Uh, good day. Goodbye, Mr. Uh, nice to see you again. <laughs> well, so long, uh, fella. So long. Oh, uh, wait a minute, Mr. McGee. Huh? Uh, don't forget about old Charlie. Ooh. Huh? Ooh. Old Charlie? It's next week, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so long. So long. Who's old Charlie? It's me. I think he's a stand-in for the invisible man. <laughs> Who in Tunket is that? Uh, say, I got an idea, Molly. Next time we meet him, you accidentally knock his hat off his head, and when I pick it up, I'll sneak a look at the initials inside of it. Yeah. Or <laughs> oh, you could knock him unconscious and take an impression of his bridge work. <laughs> That'd really be something. Hey, look, Molly. There's somebody waiting for us on our porch. Oh, looks like a policeman. Why, it's my old pal, Officer Kelly. Oh, McGee. McGee, lad, it's you. All with thanks be praised. Oh, I thought you were drowned for sure and all. Uh, drowned? Drowned? Why, we just fished his clothes out of the river. Oh. <laughs> my clothes? Yes, your blue serge suit. Oh. Look, I brought it with me. Here you are, McGee. Thank you, Officer Deary. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, Kelly. Oh! Heavenly days, what's that? Oh, it's just the emergency squad dynamiting the river for your husband. Oh. <laughs> I'd better run down and tell him to quit this long, folks. Goodbye, Officer Kelly. Well, the way this suit keeps crawling home, I'm beginning to think there's ants in these pants. <laughs> Say, I've got an idea. 
Why don't you just mail them to somebody? You don't know. <laughs> I'm all fed up. I know what I'll do. I'll toss it over into Gildersleeve's yard. There. His dog will take care of it all right. Oh, dear. There. That's the end of that. Come on, let's go in the house, Molly. Now, I don't want to hear another word about that suit. That dreaded suit's a closed book in my life, understand? Yes, dearie. Now, where's my paper and my slippers? I'll get them right away, dearie. And while you're about it, see if there's any apples in the cooler. All right. McGee! McGee! <laughs> that sounds like Gildersleeve. Come in. Oh, uh, hi, Gildy. Now, look here, McGee. I won't pay it. I won't pay it. What you all excited about? You won't pay what? You can't hold me up for an exorbitant sum just because my dog chewed up your suit. Oh, oh, you're... <laughs> your, your dog chewed up my suit, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just came out for a breath of air, and there was my great Dane Hamlet eating your suit with relish. What, no mustard? <laughs> to think that Hamlet would turn out to be a bad actor. And look at that suit, Molly. Yes. Torn to shreds. Oh, dear, old dear. Oh, well, maybe the coat can be saved. Here, I'll try it on. Oh, oh dear, look. look. Look at that coat, Molly. Oh, dear. <laughs> Why, it's terrible. Oh, it's awful. My beautiful new blue serge. Ruined. Now, look here, Gildersleeve. Now, McGee, don't be bitter. I'll do the right thing by you. Well, I think... Oh, will you, Gildy? Well, that's mighty nice of you, Gildy. Yes. Now, let's see. Uh, what can I do? Oh, I have it, McGee. Uh, my employees gave me a $50 merchandise order for Christmas. Oh. I'm going to sign it over to you, McGee. Oh. That ought to be enough, eh? Oh, too much. Uh, that's enough, Molly. Now, here you are, McGee. <laughs> Now, that makes everything all right between us, doesn't it? Sure, Gilly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you won't sue. <laughs> no. No, I won't sue. Yeah. Uh, well, goodbye, Gilly. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of this suit once and for all, Molly. I know what I'll do. I'll throw it in the fireplace. Oh, dear. There goes the pants. There's the coat. There it goes. And the first thing tomorrow, I'm going downtown and get fitted out for a nice new suit. I think I'll get a blue serge. And what store is the order on, McGee? Well, let's see. It says right here. Oh. Oh, let me sit down, Molly. I'm not feeling very good. What did you ask me, Molly? I said, what store is the order on? Oh, I don't know. Why not? It's in my pocket. Well, take it out. (laughs) It's in the other pocket. What other pocket? In the other suit. What other suit? The one I burned up. Heavenly (laughs) day. and Molly will be back in just a moment. In the meanwhile, there's just time for me to say a few words about the traffic areas in your home. In every city, there are certain streets that get more traffic than others. In your home, there are certain floor areas, too, that get the heaviest traffic. Hallways, entrances to certain rooms like the dining room and kitchen. These heavy traffic spots need more care than the rest of your floors to keep the finishes from becoming badly scuffed and scraped. When floors are protected with genuine Johnson's Wax, 
these wear spots can be touched up as often as necessary without re-waxing the entire floor. This is a great advantage not only in saving work, but in keeping your floors and your home beautiful. It's only one of the many advantages of using genuine Johnson's Wax. This double-purpose wax polish protects and beautifies nearly everything in your home. Floors, furniture, woodwork, leather goods, window sills, refrigerators. There are 100 extra labor-saving uses listed right on your package of genuine Johnson's Wax paste or liquid. about that old blue serge suit? No, I'm just trying to remember who that guy is we keep meeting all the time. Oh, you still can't remember his name, huh? No. And you know what I bet, Molly? What? I'll bet he turns out to be some guy I went all through school with. He couldn't be, dearie. Why not? You didn't go all through school. I didn't? No. Oh, good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night at this same time. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.